other people might look down their nose at you or might think what you're doing silly or not worthwhile for them, not necessarily for you. Are you searching for your ideal career, fed up of your daily grind, or simply want to hear some inspiring stories? Then you've come to the right place, because it's time to do a job you love. It's time to get work savvy. Welcome to another episode of the Get Work Savvy podcast, the show that aims to provide you with tips, tricks and ideas to help you find or create a way to get paid for what it is that you're passionate about. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to do so to be updated when we release new episodes such as the one that we focused in on last week with sharing Gareth's story and how he's been able to build his own business in accounting and finance. Now that might not necessarily be your cup of tea or what it is that you want to focus on for a career but what I would say is certainly consider listen to these very different range of guests that we feature because every single person has got a great story to tell but also shares with us the experiences that they've lived through and the lessons that they've learned into getting to where it is that they are today. In this episode we're going to focus in on the idea of confidence and how you can become more confident in what it is that you want to do. Now you've probably heard of the phrase practice makes perfect right and I'd like to think that we could agree that the principle of you practicing something more and more and more will help you not only to get better at what it is that you're doing, whether that's becoming more efficient or becoming more knowledgeable, but also helping you to realize that you can do something if you put in enough hard work and dedication and really put your mind to what it is that you're trying to achieve. Now, yes, there are some limitations to this. For example, if you want to be an Olympic sprinter, then you're going to have to have mother nature on side and having the right genes and the right attributes to actually go to the Olympics and take on the likes of Usain Bolt but however if you wanted to get better at running in a 100 meter race then if you practice enough if you study the concepts to make you faster out of the blocks if you practice the art of listening for the starting gun then you could improve your reaction speeds and at least start shaving off some time and putting yourself at the top of your category for whatever ability that you do have. I think that not only will practice help you to become better at that skill and to improve your efficiency and effectiveness, but also it will help you to gain confidence in what it is that you're doing. And if you can start seeing those small changes, those small improvements over time, hopefully that will help you to build your self-esteem. And if we listen to the expert Malcolm Gladwell, who once wrote, it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert then you can start to realise how much practice we actually need before we can truly say that we've mastered the art of something. And I think that's a fair estimation to have. Now, if you've winced at the idea of 10,000 hours, then let's try thinking about this in another way. Instead of us thinking about 10,000 hours, let's take the idea of what we discussed previously. If we can take just an hour a day, let's say an hour a day for a whole week, that you can dedicate time to improving or learning a new skill or doing what it is that you want to do. If you can take that hour a day and apply that across a week, that will give you seven hours during the week. So if we divide that 10,000 hours into weeks, then we'd get 1,428 weeks. But hold on, I'm going somewhere with this. If we then divide that into years, that's telling us it's 3.9 or let's say four years for you to become a perceived expert in what it is that you're doing. Now, does that seem more reasonable? To me, that does. If we think about apprenticeships, if we think about people going to university or going to college, quite often it's for the period of three to four years. 
So actually, when we think about that 10,000 hour principle that Malcolm Gladwell talked about, it doesn't seem that unrealistic, does it? How I like to also think about this is something that Pilot James spoke about in episode seven, and it's about becoming really obsessed about what it is that you want to do and really have that desire to have deep learning and deep knowledge about a particular subject. In fact, when you think of a lot of the interviews, what you'll hear is all that hard work and determination going into what it is that that person has been able to achieve. And another example of this is in episode 14, where we speak to professional surfer Sarah Whiteley. She spoke about how dedicated she was, no matter whether it's summer or winter, getting out on her board, morning, noon and night, swimming regularly in the sea, which was something that she loved doing. But because she had that regular routine and she put in so much hard work and dedication, That's how she was able to start winning surfing competitions, be picked up to go and surf professionally, and then later on be able to translate that into a business where she was teaching others how to do what it is that she loves doing. So the first step for me to getting confident is the art of practice, having that athlete mentality where you keep practicing, reviewing your performance and trying to get that little bit better each time you do what it is that you're wanting to do. So let's assume that you're okay with that and that you're happy with the concept that you need to practice what it is that you're doing. I think that's quite a basic idea that I hope that you'd agree with that you're not expecting everything brought to you on a silver platter. But what if you get in your own head or worse, other people are telling you that you're not going to be able to make it? What you're doing is not worthwhile. You're just wasting your time. What do you say then? Well, first of all, Other people might look down their nose at you or might think what you're doing silly or not worthwhile for them, not necessarily for you. You know what your end goals are and you know what it is that you're trying to achieve. And quite often people will give you their opinion based on their values, but also based on a bit of jealousy because you're actually trying something different and you're trying to get a better outcome than what you've currently got. And not to forget those people who are trying to protect you because they don't want to see you fail. I too have had these conversations with family members, with peers and people that are respected who haven't understood what it is that I'm trying to achieve in practicing the art of producing these podcasts, sharing the different interviews with various people. Not only do I get some enjoyment out of it, but it also helps me to perfect the art of podcasting and and practicing what I preach in regards to content creation and things like this. It gives me something to do rather than just spending time looking at my phone, scrolling on social media. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but moderation's key. And also, I'm getting a load more out of doing this by giving back to you, the listeners, who've been learning along with me about what other people are doing and how it is that you can get work savvy and and follow your own path. But it hasn't always been easy and I know that life sometimes throws that curveball. But if you've got the right determination, if you're using the Seinfeld method where you're ticking a day off the calendar each day or week or whatever it happens to be, if you're able to do that thing that puts you out of your comfort zone to help you improve one aspect of what it is you're trying to learn or trying to perfect, then you never know where that's going to lead you. And when you start talking and sharing what it is that you're doing with other people, Soon enough, they're going to be blown away because you're going to be that many more steps ahead of them in their knowledge, in your experience. And then when you're able to help those people to take that next step in their journey or to provide a service or help them out in a more formal capacity, 
then you'll be able to start charging people for what it is that you're doing and that's the whole goal isn't it getting work savvy being able to get paid for what it is that you're passionate about now it sounds easy absolutely sitting here giving you this advice or listening to the motivation is the easy part the difficult part is you going away and implementing it so think about those tips that we talked about in episode 44 about how to keep accountable how you can stay patient thinking about that 10,000 hours and that four years of doing what it is that you're trying to do celebrating your successes yes but not getting too lows in those more difficult moments where you're going through that routine of practicing and building up your skill set and confidence not riding the roller coaster trying to be in that center point where yes you celebrate your small victories but not overly and yes you don't get too disappointed when things don't quite turn out how you hope and dream that they will in that moment Remembering that it's going to take you that 10,000 hours or that four years worth of experience before you're considered or perceived an expert. And if it comes before that, fantastic. But have that end goal in mind and have that commitment and think about what it is that you're trying to do being that long journey and that process. If you fancy catching up about your journey, then I'd love to hear from you. I've got links to my profiles in the comments below. And if you enjoyed the episode, why not share a rating and review in the Apple Podcast Store to really help the show and also let other people know what you're thinking about it as well. Share it with anyone who you think it would provide value to. Don't forget to be subscribed because next week we're going to be featuring Ollie the Chalk and I'll leave you to ponder what exactly it is that he does for a living. But it's not too cryptic. I hope this has provided you some form of inspiration, something to think about on your path to getting work savvy. Until next time, take care and we'll speak soon.